Welcome to Tax Bites for Expats, the top tax tips you want to know as an expat. The podcast is here to help answer the common queries and concerns expats have when moving to or from Ireland. Complex taxes explained simply. We'll focus on the Irish and international tax issues to be aware of to ensure you save time, money and stress. Hi, my name is Stephanie Wickham from expattaxes.ie. You're listening to the Tax Bites for Expats podcast, the show that explains the do's and don'ts of income taxes for people who are moving to or from Ireland. Hi everyone, welcome to today's episode of Tax Bites for Expats. Um, It's just me today and the plan is to talk about tax domicile. Um, from an Irish perspective, of course, as always. And this is something that comes up quite frequently when we speak to clients, both those who are moving to Ireland, but also Irish people returning from overseas or Irish people who are looking to move abroad. Um, so it's quite a relevant topic, we find. And, and from an Irish tax perspective, domicile is quite a key concept for an individual when they're trying to determine their exposure to Irish taxes or... Um, I suppose, to determine whether or not a basis of taxation that we call the remittance basis of tax applies. I'll talk a little bit more about that later in in the episode. But to kind of start with a brief overview of domicile, we'll run through some of the key things that we we generally talk to clients about when, when we have this discussion. I do want to start by saying that, you know, as we kind of stress uh, in every episode, this is not advice and it shouldn't be construed as such. It's general information. Um, and we do always suggest if you've got questions about your domicile, you do need to seek professional advice. Um, the aim today is to give an overview of the issues and to kind of address some of the common queries that we get. But that doesn't mean that what we're discussing is going to be sufficient for you to act on. So please bear that in mind. Okay, all the disclaimers out of the way. Let's talk about what domicile is. Now, what's interesting about it is that it's not something defined in Irish law. So everybody has a domicile, but there's no definition in the tax legislation for what domicile is. And that's because it's a common law, legal term, rather than a tax defined phrase. And under common law, everybody must have a domicile and they can only have one domicile at a time and they can't be without a domicile. So there's various types, but generally what we see is, you know, the first thing we'd focus on when having a discussion with an individual is trying to determine what their domicile of origin is. And this is probably best illustrated by way of example. You know, if we're talking to an individual who is living in Ireland has lived in Ireland all their life, intends to live here indefinitely, was born here to Irish parents. Um, Let's say their parents were married at the time of their birth. Their dad was Irish, generationally Irish. It's quite clear that they have what we call an Irish domicile of origin. Contrast that with somebody who is not Irish, was not born in Ireland, has not lived in Ireland, and ask the question, where am I domiciled? Well, under Irish law, they're not Irish domiciled. So distinction there between an Irish person and a foreigner um, and, and their domicile position can very easily be very different. It's possible for a person to have a domicile in a country that they have never lived. This essentially is, is a concept that's rooted in case law. Um, but interestingly, you know, what we're focusing there on the fact that most people will inherit their father's domicile at the time of their birth. Where people tend to have more questions is around 
well, can I change my domicile? And I think we would generally answer that with possibly, (laughs) possibly. But it is very important to understand that um, it's not an easy thing to do. So I suppose, you know, when we talk about residency from an Irish tax perspective, it's broadly a question of fact. You know, you either are a tax resident because you've spent a certain number of days in Ireland or you're not. It's as simple as that in many scenarios. Domicile is a slightly deeper discussion. And the reason for that is because, you know, where somebody has been born with a certain domicile of origin, like we just discussed, it is possible for them to acquire a domicile of choice, um, which will operate above and beyond the, the domicile of origin for that period of time, potentially indefinitely. But a domicile of choice is is essentially something that an individual acquires and determining it exists requires somebody to understand the individual's intention and their circumstances with respect to where they plan to make their home permanently. And there's a there's quite a definite period of time attached to somebody having a domicile of choice in a new country. For example, if somebody comes to Ireland with an intention to remain here indefinitely until their dying day, and they can support that, um, in other words, show that that is their intention. So for example, if they can show that they have acquired a burial plot in Ireland, they have a will under Irish law, you know, their, their personal financial assets are in Ireland, they have severed their connection with their previous country, you know, we're starting to be able to have a conversation about whether or not they've acquired what we call this domicile of choice in Ireland. So it takes quite strong, definite action on par- on the part of the taxpayer to um, acquire a domicile of choice in any given location under Irish law. So I suppose the fact that an individual has a presence in Ireland doesn't of itself align with the fact that they have an Irish domicile. So what this means is we have lots of clients who are potentially or are arguably very tax resident in Ireland. In other words, they've been here for many years. They may not have acquired an Irish domicile of choice. So the two things are not, they, they don't necessarily go hand in hand. It is possible to be Irish resident, but to retain that foreign domicile. There needs to be a final and deliberate intention. So, you know, generally this means that there has to be a severing of almost all connections with the country of origin. And that those steps need to be taken to establish a permanent relationship in the country of choice. Um, and usually this is where the, the difficulties arrive, is that is it arises that it can be difficult to give conclusive evidence um that a domicile of choice has been acquired, but not impossible. Um, I think that the key point here then as well is, you know, the burden of proof is always on the taxpayer to prove that they have acquired a new domicile. And if that cannot be done sufficiently, the accepted position is that their previous domicile holds. Okay, so, you know, what else on the domicile front? As you can tell, it's not necessarily a straightforward area. It can be quite complicated and very specific on an individual's personal circumstances and plans. Uh, There is an abundance of case law, both Irish and UK, which helps us in these scenarios. So there can be certain things that have been uh, decided on in the courts that can point towards an individual having uh, acquired or um, not acquired a domicile of choice in a a, a, uh, specific location. 
there is a third console concept of domicile that's worth mentioning um, and it's just around kind of a child's domicile it's referred to as a domicile of dependence broadly a child is incapable of having an independent domicile to that of their parents until they reach the age of 18 and in most cases um, a child's domicile position will follow that of their fathers until that point um, and obviously it can get it slightly more complicated if a child's parents change their domicile before the individual um, reaches the age of 18 or if one of the parents dies or if the parents are living apart. So that's always an area where a little bit more scrutiny is needed to kind of get to the, the correct position. Okay, so... Um, why do we care? You know, we spend a lot of time here talking about legal concepts that to most people will have limited application in their day-to-day -day lives. The reason we ask the question about domicile is because it is very important in determining an individual's exposure to Irish tax when they have become Irish resident. So what I mean by that is, if we're talking to an individual who's an Irish resident, the starting point is to say to them, your worldwide income is in the Irish tax net. I'm talking here about, you know, the generic tax residency tests that we would have spoken and, and referred to in previous episodes. Where the domicile piece comes in is mainly in relation to whether or not Ireland will tax foreign income and foreign gains for an individual based on their domicile. For an Irish domicile person, the short answer is that if you're Irish domiciled, Ireland will tax your worldwide income and gains, irrespective of whether or not um, the foreign income, so for example, foreign rental property, foreign capital gains, are brought or remitted to Ireland. That's a, that's a really key point. It is really important at this point to say that, you know, Ireland may tax an individual because they're an Irish resident and Irish domiciled on worldwide income, but that's not to say that a second location doesn't also have the right to tax a certain income or gain. Um, so for example, if you have a rental property in France, it's highly likely that France will tax the income from that rental property. Ireland, if the individual taxpayer is an Irish resident, an Irish domiciled, Ireland will also tax the French rental income. However, because we have a double tax agreement with France, there'll be credit given in Ireland for the French tax. That's broadly how it will work for an Irish domiciled individual. Where it starts to get a bit more interesting is when we're talking about somebody who is not Irish domiciled. So if a review of their domicile position has been carried out, um, you know, a tax advisor or accountant has determined that they, they do not have an Irish domicile of origin or an Irish domicile of choice, then they are eligible for what we call the remittance basis of tax. And this is very simply a basis of tax which says foreign income and foreign gains are not taxed for an Irish resident taxpayer unless the income or gains are remitted to Ireland. And this is really where the value of domicile is, is around, okay, once we've determined that you do not have an Irish domicile, we now look at your foreign income, your foreign gains, one specifically taxed uh, income tax under Schedule D case 3 and uh, foreign capital gains that are for anybody who wants to reference Irish legislation, section 29 of the uh, TCA 1997. So as you can probably see, it's so important for a non-Irish person to be clear on their domicile, because if we contrast how an Irish resident domicile person pays tax, in other words, 
the French rental income never comes to Ireland. Well, it doesn't make a difference. Ireland will tax it regardless. But once the foreign domiciled individual knows that the French rental income is only taxable if the money is remitted to Ireland, now they're in a position where they can take steps to ensure that they don't inadvertently remit it or uh, remit it if not otherwise required. So... Look, this is just an overview. As you can see, this is where some of the more detailed advisory work is done with people who are moving to or from Ireland. And as always, you know, if you've got questions about your circumstance, drop us a line. We'd be very happy to step you through them. Um, and I think the key message is, is be clear on your domicile. Um, if you're an Irish resident taxpayer, you're required to tick a box on the tax return. Remember, the tax system in Ireland is a self-assessment system. So you self-assess your domicile. Um, but there is obviously established case law and revenue guidance that helps an individual discern their, their domicile. And if somebody's moved to Ireland from overseas and has lived here for two or three years, there is nothing to say that they are automatically Irish domiciled simply because they've lived here for a few years if they weren't born with that Irish domicile of origin. So hopefully I haven't sent you all to sleep and you found this somewhat helpful, touching on some fairly complicated tax topics, but ones that are really relevant to our clients. Um, thanks very much for tuning in. And yeah, drop us a line, info at expattaxes.ie or take a look at our blog at expattaxes.ie. There's some articles particularly relevant to foreign domiciled individuals. And we offer tailored consults to individuals who want to talk about this specific topic in more detail. Thanks for listening to Tax Bites for Expats. Please do leave a rating or review wherever you listen to your podcast. And as always, remember to take professional tax advice specific to your personal circumstances before acting or refraining from action in connection with the matters dealt with in this series. The material in this podcast is intended to give general guidance only.